Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey, chickens. Uh, let's look back at the frontier in space, the uh, John Pertwee six-part first half of the Dalek War nonsense. Um, that's what they called it when it was out on DVD. <laughs> uh, first up is the delightful Dr. Simon Exton from the Exton Moss podcast. Um, he uh, is one of our th- Patreon theoreticians. Um, and has posted on Patreon, fun fact, the general is Christian Slater's dad. Ooh, that is a fun fact. Um, and then a little bit later, he goes, no, just fact, fact check, talks, uh, talk, turns out I'm talking bollocks. <laughs> Two different actors with the same name. Uh, he'd been a regular in a 60s BBC science fiction series called R3, a kind of pre-Doom Watch, apparently. He left after the first season to be replaced by Oliver Reed. Ooh. It's the only BB sci-fi series that doesn't have a single surviving episode. Oh, wow. Also, it wasn't just Doctor Who they were deleting. They were deleting everything. Just tape over it. Tape over everything. Um, that is... Uh, <laughs> that was the way. You know, you see 180s, they don't last very long. <laughs> um, uh, what they call C1... Remember they used to have like, funny letters before them like that, that said how long the tape went for? Anyway, it was the old days. Um, now everything just lives on your hard drive somewhere. Uh, so, thank you, Dr. Simon, for the fun fact that turned out to be a lie. Um... You know, here in 2021, that's normal. Uh, facts are not facts. <laughs> facts are, oh, there's alternative facts, remember? Um, oh, did you know alternative facts? Like when, uh, was that um, Kellyanne Conway said the thing about alternative facts about, you know, President Trump saying there are billions and billions of people at his inauguration. Um, when she said the thing about, oh, that's alternative facts or whatever it was, it sent the book 1984 by George Orwell back into the bestseller list. Because <laughs> there's a whole bunch of, like, you know, they 
that have weird double speak that uh, kind of means you can say one thing and have euphemistically refer to things and it means something else entirely. Anyway, it's it was, yeah. <laughs> it was a time, 2016. Oh my God, that's like five years ago now. Oh, uh, anyway, Philip um, says about Frontier in Space, which is kind of on the same topic, really. Uh, nothing happened to the people on the penal base, the lunar penal colony. I, I have to talk slowly, otherwise I'm going to say something weird. Um, Philip says nothing happened to the people at the penal base because I asked that on online, uh, you know, what? Where did they go? What happened? Um, he says, they're still the oppressed opposition of the government, left to rot. The president may have had nice frocks, but no understanding of running a democracy. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, which I suggested maybe that meant she was Putin in a dress. And uh, Philip very delightfully photoshopped Putin's face onto the president in her coppery page number. And now I'm scarred for life because that is not a picture anyone wants to see. Um, also, because when you cut Putin's face off, he really does look like you've removed it from his head. It's not... He's it, got a... He's got that kind of odd puffiness about him that looks like, you know, maybe his face has been replaced at some point. Um, he's had a full head transplant. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, the, it, it does imply that democracy is not a democracy uh, in the future. Like, it's something weird going on. Um, Mavis uh, says, this is one of the first stories I saw. Groovy, baby. <laughs> And then uh, says, Adam, do your dolly... Oh, Mavis is obsessed with my dollies. Um, Adam, do your dollies live in a big display cabinet a la visual merchandising like Steel Saunders Star Wars Hall? Um, no, they do not. Um, and then says, did you know that Darren Hayes from Savage Garden also has cabinets full of Star Wars gear protected by UV filtering glass? That's hardcore. Oh, I do love Darren um, and his Star Wars love. Uh, I used to do a terrible impression of Darren Hayes when I worked on... Uh, uh, Triple J, a billion years ago, like 2002, 2003, maybe. Um, anyway, uh, he, he used to write this blog um, before there was a blog uh, on his Sony website. And uh, <laughs> anyway, we did <laughs> we did the final ever Spicks and Specs. You know, there's been three final ever Spicks and Specs um, together and we talked about it. And then a few, a few years ago, I said, oh, I've still got all those um, diary entries. And he said, oh, yeah, Sony deleted them. So, I sent them to him and he's like, oh, that was a dark time in my life. <laughs> um, bless the Dazzler. He is a delight. Uh, James. Um, is referring to <laughs> Frontier in Space as Doctor Who and the giant inflatable space bum. <laughs> that thing is weird. Um, he says, oh, it's good to be sliding into your DMs and flexing my Who theorizing muscles again. It's been a while. It's very nice to have you back in my ear holes again, Adam. <laughs> um, well, it's lovely to be in there, James. And uh, please clear out some of this wax. Um, James says, Frontier in Space is one of those stories that slips past my critical filters, such as they are. I'm a month younger than you. And Doctor Who was already a thing in my family when I was born. Oh, wow. So this period is wired into my subconscious. Any Pertwee story with the Target logo title sequence takes on an indefinable layer of magic as a result. Perhaps no story carries this aura more strongly for me than Frontier in Space. Across several stories, the Pertwee era showed us a coherent Earth future 
that placed humankind firmly among the stars, surrounded by other races. The fine detail didn't matter. Does the Earth Empire of the Mutants come before or after the Federation scene on Peladon? Who cares? <laughs> the important thing was that this future felt like a real place. Frontier sits in this coherent future as our expansion brings us into contact with a very worthy antagonist in the Draconians. It's very Star Trek, I suppose, and cool to see it in Doctor Who, although I'm glad that this is not territory that the show explored often. Uh, Doctor Who is, by and large, a series of chamber pieces, small, self-contained stories that pay only passing reference to a larger universe. Ironic, really. But Frontier in Space is the full opera, complete with offstage chorus. Watching it, you just know there is a fuller universe out there. That was a really exciting to me as a kid. I was sure that there must have been other stories featuring the Draconians. They were so rich in detail and strong in their culture that it was inconceivable that they had only been in this one story. And yet we never saw them again, before or since. Yeah, that is a tragedy. I love Draconians. Beautiful to look at, strong and proud, and very clearly set up as a full equal counterpart to the human race. I like that both humans and Draconians make similar shifts over the course of the story from hostility and pride to acknowledgement and reconciliation. There may be some eyebrows to be raised about the use of Orientalist cliches in their conception, but for me at least, the story moves past these first by showing that each side is prejudiced towards the other and then by giving them equal responsibility for resolving their differences. Yeah, I guess that is kind of... uh, I kind of did like that that was not done sort of in a, a, a pat way. Um, James goes on to say, there are, of course, some things that are less than stellar about this story. It's very well padded. <laughs> the cycle of capture and release is a bit wearying and the ending is a mess with a completely unnecessary link to the following Dalek story. At least the padding gives lots of room for some great Dr. Joe conversations and she gets a chance to show how she has grown as a companion by outwitting the master. Go, Joe! And as a fan, there's a layer of sadness in knowing that this was Roger Delgado's final story before his death. He was in top form here. But criticism be damned. I loved Frontier in Space for its glimpse into a larger universe, its ambition, and its wonderful draconians. Bring them back! Oh, bless. Um, now, th- th- that is... It's it's I love it when someone loves a story. Like I hope someone loves Time Flight as much as James loves Frontier in Space because I found it quite wearying. But I do I do agree with everything he said. Like it did try and do more than Doctor Who normally does, and I appreciate it for that. Um, he did send me a, a postscript uh, while he was watching the first couple of episodes of Planet of the Daleks, saying, oh, all that universe building is kind of undone by Planet of the Daleks. We've just had Daleks playing sneaky <laughs> buggers to foment a human-draconian war, and one directly connected episode later, we have the Thal saying that Earth was a myth. <laughs> I don't mind this story of its in and of itself. It's got purple shag pile aliens, a movie surplus Dalek with a flashlight for an eyepiece, and a cavern full of t- tiny widdly Daleks. What's not to love? But it fails dismally in building on Frontier in Space, which is such a shame. It is. It feels like such a wasted opportunity. Oh, dear. Anyway, I would love to hear your thoughts and your theories about uh, the planet of the Daleks, the frontier in space, whatever you've been watching, reading, listening to, all of your Doctor Who fan theories, I would love to hear them all. Uh, you can email theory at adamrichard.com.au or get me on patreon.com forward slash adamrichard, Instagram, Twitter, all of the things. I will see you in the next episode.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.